All right, gentlemen, we are halfway through the season. It is week eight. I'm fired up. The the standings are getting interesting. Spence, what's up, buddy? How are you? Ah, you know, countless small wins, Kurt. Rough week last week, but I'm back like I never left, baby. Ready to dive into it. All right, and this week we have a special guest. There he is, Drama. Welcome to the show, man. What's up? What's going on, guys? Happy uh, hump day. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah, man. Excited to uh, to have you on here. Excited to hear about your team. Things are, are looking good, but we will jump into it. By the, by the way, actually, before we do that, I got to say, this show, uh, this might be a little more a little more X's and O's. You know, we're just a couple of football guys. We're going to throw the numbers out the window. It's about analytics tonight. I think uh, let's just chop it up. A couple of football guys talking football, Kurt. All right. So recapping week seven, our uh, high score of the week from last week, cream pie, 146, beat Nasty, 141. Who Nashi was the second highest scorer of the week, so that just that sucks for him. Uh, Dasboot 134 beat Run CMC Run CMC 128. Uh, who the fuck is Mike Davis 132 took down the Bear Jew in a big upset. Bear Jew dropped 121. Dog took out in the game of the week. Dog took out our special guest Poppy 120 or 128 to 120. In the podcast, well, myself, Old Lightning, 111, took down Grit with a disappointing 95. And then the team, now known as Suggs, won 110, pretty much putting a nail in Tim's season. He dropped 100. Guys, what do you think of Week 7? Dale, you can go ahead. Well, you know, what I learned last week is that it's a week-to-week league. Every week is different. Every week is fresh. What you think you know, you may not know. What you think you don't know, you may know. We saw a lot of low scores. Uh, It's crazy how each week we can go from averages of 150s to down to the averages in the 130s. And, you know, teams putting putting points up below 100. Uh, So... I don't know what I learned other than it's a week-to-week league. Yeah, these uh, fantasy football matchups, they're definitely one in the trenches. And uh, there's a lot of underdogs pulled off some upsets last week. And uh, I learned a lot about Todd Gurley. He's a dog's team's a wagon. Yeah, Gurley Gurley is an unstoppable force. And actually, uh, everybody should go check it out. Uh, Bill Barnwell wrote an article on ESPN today about <clears throat> how the Rams are so good. Basically, the art, I think the article was titled, The Rams are wrecking the NFL and your fantasy season. Uh, and his theory was that McVay, more than any coach we've ever seen, is will not hesitate to bench players. Like he benched everybody in week 17 last year, even though they were still fighting for the three spot instead of the four spot. He didn't play anybody in preseason. 
So he was saying, like, realistically, the Rams could wrap up the number one seed by week 13, week 14 maybe, just depending on how the other teams are playing. And then, like, how much more is Todd Gurley going to play after that? So it's going to be interesting to see. He's too well-groomed to be a football guy, though. Yeah, that is for sure. All right, so there were no major trades this week, uh, but a couple, couple of uh, medium, I guess medium spendings. After we mentioned Bill was was saving the cash, he came out swinging this week. So he picked up uh, Jones from Tampa Bay. I think it's Ronald, right? Ronald Jones uh, for thirteen dollars. AJ picked up Royce, Royce Freeman, who had to let go for eleven. Then Bill struck again, getting Chester Rogers for nine. And then Drama, you you made some changes, picking up Ty Montgomery for seven and Chris Ivory for five. Uh, so what were you thinking when you picked up those guys? Uh, well, when I picked up Ty Montgomery, not much because I dropped him around 4.30 in the morning to pick up uh, Kenyon Barner. And then I was thinking – between Kenyon Barner and Ivory, I'm going to have a starting running back, hopefully, on Monday night and solidify my RB2 slot this week. Yeah, I'm curious to see. Uh, I should click on Ty Mont and check out that thing because he, I feel like he's been on, like, five or six teams in the league already. Like, in theory, you think he would be good. He's a pass-catching running back for Green Bay, but it just hasn't really happened for him. Yeah, I can't believe nobody bid on him. So when I got him for free, I thought, huh. What the heck? Yeah. All right. So um, the current, we're going to try something different. Uh, normally, I just do the standing. So we'll, we'll look at the current playoff breakdown. So right now, the one and two seeds, uh, we have Das Boot getting the bye at six and one, followed by Dog also getting a bye, five and two. And then, so if the playoffs were to start today, Green Pie would be the three seed playing Suggs in the six seed, who would be four and three. And then Poppy at the four seed, also four and three, taking on Nasty, also four and three. And then we got three teams uh, bunch right below them at three and four. So Bear Drew, followed by Grit, followed by Old Lightning. So got like nine teams in the hunt right now. And then depending on how this week plays out, it could be even more. So uh also a little note so the trade deadline i don't remember i think it's like the 10th or something like that but maybe the 9th it's it's the saturday night before week 10 starts so just keep that in mind all right you guys ready to to get into this thing let's do it baby all right well spence did you uh anything you want to add about the the pickups or Playoff standings, anything? Not, not, not too, nothing too exciting about the pickups. Yeah. The it's 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 a saucy week. I can say that. Last week, a lot of things happened that I didn't think would happen. Uh, mainly, who the fuck is Mike Davis beating Bear Jew? Which gives Bear Jew four losses and makes this league as tight as ever. Uh, there's no such thing as a bye week anymore. Uh, everybody is is on the grind, you know, making moves, paying attention to the waiver wire. R.I.P. to Tim, a new team name alert, one and six. But 
904 <laughs> points coming down the stretch, she can ruin a lot of people's playoff folks. Uh, so, yeah, and even him, even even Tim. So this is uh, Tim is essentially has a one week season the rest of the year. I mean, he's not eliminated yet. I think if you get to seven games, you're kind of it's over for you. So theoretically, he could win out. Um, so, which perfect segue into our first game of the week. We got Dog in second place, five and two. The Dog abides going against the twelfth place team. Tim, who is one and six, uh, the projections. So our new projection system has a dog with a 65% chance to win against Tim's 35% chance. He has got, uh, so he's projected 138 to 125. And then uh, you guys will be able to check out the ceilings and upsides afterwards. But what do you guys think about this one? Well, uh, like I said earlier, dog's team's a wagon. Uh, He's got Gurley going off every single week, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and have to take Tim on this one. Uh, Drama's difference maker is going to be Kelsey, my twin. He's going to lead him to victory this week. Uh, Tim's team's a force to be reckoned with. It just hasn't gone his way, and I think this is on track. I like it. And that would be – Amazing for the league. Amazing for the league to give Dog, top-tier team, heavy hitter. You expect him to be there come years in. Give him another loss from a team that we all think is out of it. You know, like you say, he could go on to win uh, a winning streak and, and sneak in. But a loss coming from Tim is huge for the league. Makes the league even tighter. But that's going to be tough. Um, I think we're going to see a huge game out of David Johnson, new offensive coordinator. San Francisco's defense is terrible. You know what you're getting out of the girly feeling combo. Pretty much 70 points. Uh, Kittle is going to eat against Arizona. You got Patrick Peterson looking for a trade. So that secondary is is at an all-time low. Kenny Galladay, I think he's going to be Kenny Galladay. I think uh, that one, not not the one-handed guy, but the uh, other guy, his brother, I think he's injured, so he's going to be out this week. Griffin. On, on the flip side, yeah, uh, on the flip side, Hopkins. Hopkins should have a good game against Miami. People light them up, but Shepard is Shepard. Uh, Philip Lindsay should have a good game, but you got to it, – it's comparative to the girly effect, you know. A good game for 15 points for Lindsay doesn't really fucking matter when Gurley's putting up 38. Chris Thompson, I'm not a believer in coming back off the injury. I don't think he's going to have a heavy, heavy workload. Travis Kelsey should have a great game, and so should Devontae Adams, but that's just not going to be enough to beat the dog. I got the dog winning this one. All right, Pete, Tim. Yeah, tough matchup of the season online. It's looking like uh, Chris Thompson will play, which should be big for Tim. He's got Tevin Coleman on by and Eckler on by. So uh, I will say George Kill, though, winning over the hearts of fantasy players everywhere. So – uh, against the Rams last week, it was either him or Aaron Donald was mic'd up, one of them. <clears throat> Sorry, yogurt, get me again. Uh, one of them was mic'd up, and he it was like they did. there was a long pause on a play where they initially ruled it a touchdown but thought that he might be on the one, and they, they caught him and Sam or uh, Donald talking 
for the the D tackle. I don't know. I'm blanking on everyone's name tonight. Um, but uh, Kittle was like, "Yeah, man. Hope I really got in. I got to get some more points for my fantasy owners, man. I can't let the people down." So <laughs> it's always good and to see. Thinking uh, that the week before. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to see a uh, guy putting up for the people. Yeah, but. I uh, I'm gonna go with Dog on this one too, man. He's just got it's just just too stacked right now. Thielen, Gurley, Johnson, Kittle. That's uh, it's a tough looking team. Uh, also, so week eight, this is the first official week where we pay out. So, hundred bucks to the high score this week and moving forward. So, even Tim, for example, he puts up three high scores. You know, almost breaking even. All right, but moving on. So we got four, like, really good games with uh, playoff implications. This next one is the last one that may not have the biggest implications, but myself, Old Lightning, going against Das Boot. Uh, the projections have him at 131 to me, 111. Uh, but I don't have a kicker in right now because I grabbed an extra running back. But I'll add a kicker eventually. What do you guys think about this? Well, uh, Kurt, looks like your team's back fully healthy. You found a couple of RBs this week with uh, sniping Jalen Richard and uh, Dalvin Cook still being an injured bum. Um, so it's, it's looking good for you. This is the best lineup I've seen you start this year so far. But uh, I will actually go ahead and give this one Das Boot. Time uh, I show AJ's team a little bit of respect. I think Josh Gordon's bound for a huge blow-up game. Um, and there's just a lot of upside this week that's bound to go off. Yeah, he's got some really good matchups. AJ Green against Tampa Bay. Our, um, Marlon Mack against Oakland. Jared Cook against Indianapolis. And Josh Gordon against Buffalo. I like those for very juicy matchups. Um, I don't know what to think about Diggs, man. He He just... What did he, he have? 14 points? targets last week? Is that what it was? And he only had like, it was like eight catches for 50 yards or something. Yeah, it's just it. It's like they don't click like like Thielen and, and and Kirk does. Maybe it's a race thing, but they it just doesn't. You can throw Thielen the ball wherever, whenever, and it's just seamless, man. I I don't I don't get that same feeling out of Diggs and Cousins. So. I think he should have a big game against New Orleans, but you never know. I think AB back against Cleveland eat. Uh Jalen Rashad, I'm not a I'm not a fan. But uh, I felt the wrath of the Tay train last week and I I'm I'm not a big fan of New Orleans defense. Trey Burton finally went off last week. I think and he, he follows up with another big week. And can we see a big time Doug Baldwin against Detroit who gives up a lot of passing yards? It's a high possibility. I got yeah. that one in this one. Um, I, I'm I'm speaking from my heart, and I'm also just speaking from logic and matchups. I, I just don't think that Curtis's team will do enough to to overcome that. Yeah, he's got some great matchups. Uh, Brady and Gordon versus Buffalo, uh, Green versus Tampa. I mean, the only thing I can hope is that. 
Minnesota wakes up and, and shuts down Kamara, or maybe they just feed Ingram. Uh, they just got Fuller going on Thursday night, so maybe it'll be an ugly Thursday night game. But uh, to the Diggs point, so I've been thinking a lot about just whether or not it's basically trying to, like, replay, you know, my decision-making process of taking Diggs over Thielen. Upside. And, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Diggs hasn't even been a disappointment. He's like – I think he's a top 12 receiver overall, but what Thielen's doing is crazy. And I, I think it's because the defense's game plan for Diggs, they're like, all right, we're either going to double team him or we're going to shadow him. Like the defense is focused on him. And then Thielen lines up either against like the third string corner or a linebacker or a safety, or if it's a zone, he's like just running into open space. So it's, I, it's a bigger question, I feel like, for NFL defenses. Like, how are you guys not stopping the slot? Like, they're just – teams are just attacking, like, right at the middle. But, I don't know. Hopefully it'll be a, a shootout against New Orleans, get a big game there, and then, I don't know, just need uh, – the, the Dalvin Cook news is good news for Latavius Murray for a couple more weeks. So, I don't know. This is uh, big for my season. Three and five – is a hell of a lot worse than four and four. So, uh, taking myself, I'm feeling good. I, uh, I believe. But all right, next matchup. So this is our, uh, this is the one we previewed a little earlier today. It's the the Hebrew Bowl, the matchup of the two chosen people. We got Fairju going against Run CMC. The new Run CMC, Fairju is favored 52% to 48%, uh, 115 to 113. What do you guys think about this one? It's going to be pretty close. Uh, well, um, speaking of you, let's just also point out that Brad has $82 left in his staff. So. <laughs> Can't let that go unseen. Uh, diving into the matchup there. Great week to play Bear Jew. Uh, Melvin Gordon, who has just been insane all season up into a questionable scratch last week. Hmm. Uh, he's what's he doing? Can't travel east, huh? Yeah, I, 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 that, that, that was rough. That was rough. Um, so he's going to buy this week. Tyreek Hill going against Denver. I think, uh, I think he can have a big game. Michael Thomas, if he's going to have a bad game, I think he does that against Minnesota. Um, you know, since Mark Ingram's come back, he's not the same person he was in the first three weeks where he was getting stupid amount of targets. So 15 points out of him, you know, uh, I think that's, that's doable. He's looking real weak at the running back position. Nick Chubb is a starter now, but I'm not sure what he did last week. 14 points but that's a porous Tampa Bay defense going up against a more stout run defense in Pittsburgh. We'll see. It's, it's a big test for the rookie. And I, I think that 10 points is an accurate uh, projection that Yahoo has. Aaron Jones. I don't know, man, who knows with the Packers, you know, all, the only person I trust on the team is, is Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. So 10 points, maybe uh, that's an accurate projection over there. Golden Tate has a big game. And on the flip side, Run CMC. Cooks, he's pretty good now that Cooper Cup is out. He's getting a little bit more targets. Um, 
I really hope Cooper Cup comes back soon. We'll touch on that later. Devin Funches is not who I thought he was. He's big, he's a big-time player. He, he is a starting fantasy football wide receiver. Adrian Peterson against the Giants, I, I think that's a, that's a tilt his way. The Giants are just falling apart the teams, and who knows how, how, how much longer any, any of them are going to last. Christian McCaffrey, I think he gets shut down against Baltimore. Uzuma, you never know. Not a fan of Chris Hogan. So, I want Run CMC to win this week, but I don't think he has enough firepower to overcome the Bears. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you, Daryl. I think uh, Chubb's going to be the X factor here and Drama's difference maker. Uh, he's he's going to lead Sam's team to a victory, and then uh, Brad's just got some tough matchups going against Baltimore defense, and I think they're going to shut CMC Funches down. Um, and then additionally, Brad works the front and the back while I work the sides. So just again. <laughs> All right. Well, who's uh, who's your difference maker for this one? It's going to be Nick Chubb going against Pittsburgh. Who are you picking? Uh, Berge. Yeah, man. Crazy. The injuries and the trades, like how quickly Sam's team turned. I mean – a couple weeks ago, he was looking like the clear-cut first or second-best team, and then he still is number one in points. That's the craziest part, but now he's three and four, potentially go three and five, and uh, a guy's out for the season. Melvin Gordon's getting surprise scratches. Carlos Hyde's been traded into, like, a, a dual backfield. So, man, it's uh, anything can happen. Uh, Brad's, Brad has some good matchups, too, though. He's got – I like uh, C.J. Azuma going against Tampa. And then he's got uh, Kirk going against New Orleans. So uh, I could see this one, this one being being a high score. Uh, but I just like Brad's matchups a little bit more. Tyree Kill going against Denver. I mean, no one can stop them, but they might be able to slow him down a little bit. Carson Wentz is going to be in – in Jack's area uh, in London, which is pretty much a home game for the Jags at this point. So I don't know. Could could be shaping up. We could be looking this time next week. Could be looking at two, three, and five teams. So I am taking the new run CMC. Mm, split that one two one. Nice. All right, next game. The most hated on man. In all of fantasy football, not just the league, in all of fantasy football. Suggs. Let it hate. Let it hate. Let it hate. He's, he's got a new team name. He's got another one. This I've never seen anything like this. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. I I don't he and there's no way he's thinking of them all, which is the best part. No, so he's googling I'm, best fantasy football names <laughs> and like like the one in the top and, and put it in a person. Tariq, yeah. Cohen, his, his highest score <laughs> player, he's going on Google and, and typing in Tariq Cohen fantasy football names 2018. I love it. Well, he's going up against who the fuck is Mike Davis? Who is hot. arguably hot. I know scorching hot, arguably the hottest team in the league. We got to handle this matchup with care, put the gloves on. Uh, Bill does not have a kicker in right now, so it's throwing throwing the projections off a little bit. But uh, 
Suggs is projected 123. Bills projected 107. So let's just tack eight onto that. Uh, so like 115. Uh, James White. He might, might be, he's looking like an RB1, man. What, what do you guys think about this matchup? Uh, Go back a couple think... podcasts, Kurt. Go back a couple podcasts. A one Mr. Spencer may or may not have said that James White will end the year as a top five PPR back. And it's looking to head that way. He's so consistent, and that was consistent in a time-sharing atmosphere. He's the only one left now. Who do they have? Kenyon Barner. He's he's going to eat, dude. He's going to eat. Um, luckily, he has to. He he doesn't have to go the whole season. Not sure how his body can go up with that. Uh, hold up to that. But right now, what he's doing, he I I, I would want him on the team. He's one of the top, top players that I want on my team. Um, Emmanuel Sanders against KC. I think he has a, a a big game. I think on paper he should have a big game, but Case Keenum is one of those players that you can't count on on a situation going against a bad defense because he's just not a consistent player. He's not he's not a a, a really good quarterback. So that affects somebody like Emmanuel Sanders who should eat up that defense. Uh, Rodgers. He's getting a lot of targets. Going against Oakland, T.Y. easing him back in. I know T.Y. had a bunch of points, but his yards were low, and he was touchdown dependent last week. The the the, the guy that's moving the sticks is Rodgers, and that's a good start. So I think he gets a big point, some big points out of that. Not sure what to think about it, the Philadelphia backfield. Clement one week, tomorrow with the next. You never know. Jones against Seattle. You never know. But I hate to say it, I like I like I like Seth's team. Um, he he has a solid team. Sucks that he traded for Sony Michelle. Even though David Johnson was sucking, it would be nice to have him as a as a week week to starter to just get him going. Juju's going to eat. I think Ty will do the same. Mixon will do the same. I, I mean, going down the list, he just has very nice matchups. Very nice matchups for a high scoring week. High scoring week, maybe even big dick of the week for the first week game. Got Suggs. Ooh, Ooh yeah. is that? Is that a official, we'll call it the presidential homes window into the future? Is that your your pick of the week? Ooh, ooh, that's my that's my window into the future pick of the week. Shout out presidential. Shout out. Shout out. Yes, that is. I yeah. do agree with you, Daryl. Uh, Suggs has been waiting all season to start this particular lineup, similar to Kirk, but uh, I think Bill just out coaches him. Um, Suggs does have a lot more talent on his team, but, I mean, Bill is the clear-cut better coach. Um, yeah, who, who wants him more? That's the question you got to ask. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot more hard on who the fuck's Mike Davis, and I, I think they tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Bill just gets in his head that much that uh, whatever Suggs' team's name is, they just shut down and, and they tie. Yeah, I gotta oh, say, a really good team. He's got he's got Mark Ingram on his bench. It's, it's a really good team. I know his team's team's looking real good this week. Uh, he is my pick as well, mainly because the the Elliott buy hurts Bill. Um, Robinson's a little banged up. Uh, I give him credit though. He's going he's going with Mitchell again over Drew Brees. Um, but 
just might not be enough, man. Suggs, like like what Drama said about he's been waiting to start this lineup. Um, Cohen looks awesome. Mixon looks really good. Again, going against Tampa, that, there's going to be a bunch of points there. I think T.Y. is back. Um, I'm, I am going with him as well. Nothing but love for Suggs this week from us. Wow. Um, Drama, Drama, who's your official difference maker for this one? Uh, the official difference maker has got to be Juju Smith. He didn't get his luck in the lotto this week, so he's going to get it on the football field, and he finds the end zone twice. But they still tie somehow. So, hey, I'm <laughs> we'll going to point this out every. I'm going to point this out every week, and I have to point it out this week when he has such a good line upset. Replace Hilton and Mixon with Thielen and Gurley. Or just Thank have God that Gurley there too. Thank God that didn't happen. On to the next one. I know that one's got to haunt you forever because, like. Gurley was the safe pick as well as the upside pick. Like, that's easier to say looking back on it. A lot of people were like, oh, yeah, David Johnson was crazy. But now that we see how good the Rams are, we're like, it's just kind of you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But, man, I want to keep you up at night. <laughs> well, he's not sleeping anyway, you know. All right. Our – our second to last game. This one, well, the one before uh, had a lot of playoff standings implications uh, as well because Suggs in six, Bills in tenth, uh, only two games separate them. But this is where things really heat up. We got Nasty going against Grit. Grit is three and four in eighth place. Nasty four and three in fifth place. The projection machine has this one pretty close. Nasty. 54 to grit, 46. Uh, the projection is 127 to 124. What do you guys think about this? I think it's a pretty close game. Uh, but Daryl's best player is going against a stout Washington R words defense. Um, so I don't know if he's going to be able to put up the the 30 plus points that Spence needs to pull it out this week. Uh, looking at Nash's team, he's he's got some pretty good matchups with Landry and Beckham. I'm going to have to give this one to Nash this week with uh, Drama's difference maker as Greg the Leg. He's back. He's healthy. They're going against A-Rod, so they're going to need some points. Um, The hot take is Greg the Leg with 20-plus points. like it. Uh, So for this one, I think we need to get our popcorn ready for the Rams versus, I'm not going to say the Packers, the Rams versus Aaron Rodgers. This is really one of those games where you see what Goff and this offense has looked like, and then you look at Aaron Rodgers' career, and you're just like, "Holy shit, man! If he had a good coach, like he's—they're gonna. This is gonna be a forty to forty game, so it's gonna be awesome to watch. I think that's gonna work in Spence's favor. Uh, man, Carryon Johnson looks so good. Barkley looks so good. I think, uh, you know. The Spence doesn't have the sexiest receivers, but with Boyd yeah, and Am- yeah, Boyd and Amendola are getting it done. Uh, I think the the slot is a little bit of a question mark. Uh, we'll see if if McCoy's playing or not, or what's going on there. But uh, yeah, Nash is getting ravaged by injuries. Um, 
And then, yeah, Beckham, you know, drama said, like, the Redskins actually have a decent defense. So that's going to be a tough matchup. Um, but Robert Woods, Greg DeLeg could carry him. But overall, I think I'm going to grit on this one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Before I get into it, as we touched on before, give a shout-out to Presidential Exteriors. If you're looking for roofs, if you're looking for windows, if you're looking for gutters, if you're looking for doors, don't go average. Go presidential. I just had a <laughs> lovely door installed on my front and rear entryways. Solid Provia doors. Excellent installers. Excellent project managers. Carried me through the process seamlessly and effortlessly. And I want to say thank you. So, let's jump into that matchup. Uh, I see a big game. Big game out of that Rams. Rams, uh, Rams, Packers game. Coming out of a bye week, Packers got to get their head right. It's a tough stretch for them going on, but I like it. I like what I see. As long as Rodgers can stay healthy, I always trust that we have a chance, and I think we're going to get right starting this week. So we're going to give the Rams the first loss of the season, and Aaron Rodgers is going to put up 45 points. Tyler Boyd. Had a rough week against Kansas City. You thought he was going to tear it up. He had the possibility to tear it up. Kansas City's defense isn't that good, but he did. He shit the bed. We're going to dive into Tampa Bay like I'm fresh out the motherfucking joint. Okay? They're going to, he's going to tear their ass up. Tampa Bay gets fucking eaten up all year, and Tyler Boyd's putting up 30. Danny Amendola got him for free this week. Um, doesn't make me confident. I don't, I'm not confident with it, but going in Houston – He's healthy. He's off the injury report. That white-on-white crime, Brock Osweiler connection, he's going to get it done on Thursday night. Big-time spotlight coming in. Defense ain't ready. Get her done. Saquon. Saquon is going up against the stat washers in defense, but Saquon is Saquon. Okay? They suck. Everybody that they play blows them out. But Saquon always gets his, and I don't see him stopping this week. Carry on Johnson. Please just give him the ball in the goal line. He'd be fucking killing it, dog. That's, it, 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 it kills me to watch him tear it up and they reward somebody else. But I'm sticking with my dog this week. I think he finally gets in the end zone. My last two are question marks, huge question marks. I don't know what's going on with Gronk. A scratch last week left me fucking tight with Cameron Brake. I probably could have done more research and, and found a found a better start, but... I did not, so I lost the game. Rob Gronkowski, I'm praying. Play this week. Do it for me. Drop 20. Deshaun McCoy, get out of concussion protocol and do something for your team. Do it for the Buffalo fans. Okay? Bills Mafia. Hashtag. So, I'm not going to touch on Nash's team. I'm just going to trust in my and what I can control. I'm going with myself for the win, a big win, sitting at 4-4. Four yeah, and one thing to add about Amendola, um, it is Brocktober. This is the one month a year where Brock Osweiler turns into an elite quarterback. So, yeah, you got about a week left. This is this is the week to play Amendola if you're going to do it. That's uh, that's the analytics right there. All right, so game of the week. This is. People are excited about this one. They've been talking 
not only in one group chat about it, but in two group chats about it. This is officially the 2018 group chat, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Poppy's Angels is favored 65% to 35% with a projection of 125 to 113. The ceilings, Poppy is projected 173 to a ceiling of 155. And then their floors, 76 to 71. Before we get into it, I will say uh, shout out to AJ for this idea. But drama, would you be open to this? We need him to agree as well. Loser joins the others group chat. Well, Kurt, um, I'm glad you brought that up. First off, uh, I would like to thank Jason as commissioner. I think he does uh, a wonderful job. Um, but I, I don't want this to be a league divided. I would like this to be a league united in, in one group chat so we can banter and, and and dwell in unity together. So, yes, I would be open to, to joining as everyone else did so we can be a, a league in unity once again. All right, love it. Well, getting into the matchups, I'll, I'll start us off. Um, I think you're – I mean, the the Denver defense isn't the same, but they're still pretty good. Um, but, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, like, he's unstoppable. I think really the only thing you just kind of have to hope for is that there's no passing touchdowns to Kareem Hunt. And that's why his team's been doing so well these past two weeks because Kareem Hunt has had two receiving touchdowns each game, which then becomes four touchdowns for them. So. Uh, I think that's more of just a fingers crossed. You hope the points go elsewhere. Um, you know, Mike Evans, he, him and Jameis Winston, man, they, they had a good game last week. Mike Evans is playing well all year. Uh, it's things are, are moving in the right direction for Tampa. They're probably going to lose every game, but they score a shit ton of points. Alshon Jeffrey looks awesome with, um, with Wentz. Wentz is looking efficient. And Zach Ertz is like, I, this is a analytics, but he he's top top like ten receivers, not even tight ends. Like they just he is the focal point of their offense. And then Kenyon Barner, if if uh, Sony's not playing, then I mean I guess Barner fills in for that role, even though he's a little bit smaller. So who knows? Maybe he becomes a hybrid of both of them, gets even more points. Uh, on the other side. I don't think, you know, Demarius Thomas is anything special anymore. Uh, on a on a Halloween themed, this could be the week he turns back into a pumpkin and just puts up puts up a pumpkin. Um, then Lamar Miller short turnaround, like those games, he's plays on Thursday night. So I think there are a lot of things going in in drama's favor. Oh, that and Chicago defense going against Sam Darnold, just a turnover machine. So. As I've said this out loud, uh, I think this one's a no-brainer for me. I'm going Poppy's Angels. Got to agree with you, Kurt. I got to agree with you. Um, <clears throat> five and two, take nothing away from Tron's team, but I'm just not a believer. I think he's had some good breaks. Uh, he's done enough to get himself in the playoffs, but 
He's somebody that I would want to play in a do or die situation. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think I'm has a solid team. Alshon Jeffrey, he I don't know if he's consistent yet, but he has a high ceiling. And you know, Jacksonville has given up some points. You know, they, they they're capable. They're not they're not who we thought they were coming into the coming into the season. So I I think that the Eagles getting back on track. Alshon has a big game. Mike Evans in Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, he's kind of kind of the same way I feel about Alshon Jeffrey, but a very high ceiling, especially when you're throwing the ball all the time. So, going down the list, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I kind of agree with you on most of what you said about about the situation, and I'm I'm gonna go with Poppy Daniels as well. Yeah, I'm also gonna take uh, Poppy's Angels. Uh, I don't want to talk about my team too much. I actually have a special guest here, um, star quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to him. Here you go, Patrick. Well, guys, this is Patrick Mahomes here. I'm really excited to go play in Sunday afternoon football. Toss the old big skin down to all three hundred cup touchdown all the end zone. Bunch of Sarah's old reason dramas, old stop drive, Randall Coffer, blah, blah, blah. And he's a piece of shit. He fucking sucks. But I go ahead and take Pine Hazel to sweep a W. Thank you, Patrick. Oh, well said, Patrick. It's, uh, it's our first ever live NFL player. It's exciting times. <laughs> Is that copyright infringement if we post this? <laughs> uh, we're going to have to run that by our legal team. Uh, he's no longer in the he's no longer in the league, but uh, I think we can still get in touch with him. Uh, you know, the one thing I will say about uh, Tron's team now that so there's a question for you guys now that Amari Cooper is gone, like what do you what do you see for Jordy Nelson the rest of the season? Uh, well, Derek Carr cries during football games, so not much. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Did he actually cry? He cried. He lost the locker room. No. Nah. Yeah, dude, I, I saw a story about it, and I thought they meant – they said he cried during the injury, and I thought they meant a couple years ago when he broke his leg. But, no, it was this past – what was the past? Whenever they played – I don't know when, but he cried. He got hit on a thing, and somebody was helping him up, and he, like it, – it, it came to a boiling point, and he was like <laughs> – you could see it. If you had yeah. sound on it, that's what it would sound like. And his mascara ran. Yeah, that is weird. Does he? Is it? Does he actually wear a mascara? Or does he just like look like that? He's emo. Where's mascara, dude? <laughs> <laughs> emo or goth? I don't know. There's a big difference there. But Gruden hates him, and he's gonna. Gruden might like make end him this season. Just like bury him and wherever they're playing. Yeah, Gruden's probably he's got he's got the private jet gassed up. It's on the runway, ready to head down to Southern Mississippi just to just to grab Favre and go back out there for for old time's sake. Yeah, these damn millennials don't listen. Gruden's looking for Tua. He's waiting. He's got a ten year contract. He's not tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Man, he looks good too. But we'll save that for the uh, the college football show. All right, so we are all in agreement. We're taking Poppy. We had 
Spence take sucks as the projected high score of the week. I'm uh we may not have won the lottery, but we have a chance to win high score of the week. So a little bit better odds. Drama, thanks for coming on. Anything you guys uh, want to say before we go? Thanks for having me, guys. Keep up the great work. All right. Thanks for having me, too, guys. Have a good day. All right. See you next week.